Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Forget the Fad podcast. I am your host Ian Bickle and today I am joined with Stephen Brewis um, who is turning 30 next week. So this will be the podcast <laughs> prior to his 30th birthday. Do you feel old Stephen? Uh, I do, yeah. Thanks for reminding us of that. It's pretty depressing. Um, no last week it's been uh, 29. See you later Davey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at work obviously. So. Yeah, Davey's <laughs> just left. Uh, saying hello and goodbye to people but yeah um First week today so that should be a uh, awful and this might be a surprise to people that i am in fact older than you despite the way you look <laughs> <laughs> Steve. anyone watching on the video um you'll see what i'm doing <laughs> uh, yeah if you're not you can guess <laughs> So we're just going to do a quick like kind of um, podcast this morning on the subject of tracking calories, whether we think it's a, a good idea, the do's and don'ts, um, and hopefully share some hints and tips that will help you um, track accurately hey, as well. <laughs> Is that Ollie? We're just recording a podcast with Ian. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about you. Yeah. Ollie is a really nice guy and a, a pro wrestler. He's featuring soon, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do one with uh, Ollie, which is nice uh, to talk about the pro wrestling industry because I love wrestling. But this is going off subject. <laughs> it didn't take us long. <laughs> so, Stephen, you are now currently tracking your food intake, am I right? Uh, you are, yeah. We. we... We kind of asked us about this a few weeks ago, didn't you? And I said you I would demonstrate my fitness part with clients. But yeah, I'm back on. I think I'm on 25 or 26 days uh, worth of tracking now. Um, yeah, I said, I always said I was going to, we talked before when, uh, or just after I got back from New York, and I said I was going to uh, start tracking and get back to training properly and stuff like that, which I did pretty much the day I got back from uh, from New York, went straight back into training and uh, got my fitness pal back and uh, set myself a target of 4,000 calories a day. I'm um, trying to just make it as pressure-free as possible. Um, so I just thought, right, I'll aim for 4,000 calories, make sure I'm getting enough protein in. So I'm always aiming for a good, well, over 200 grams of protein per day. But then I'm not worrying too much about the rest of the splits in terms of carbs and fats. Um, monitoring my weight, seeing how things went. And uh, after a fortnight, I'd, I'd managed to lose a pound. Um, pretty much the, the goal was to maintain, if not put on a, a couple of kilos really over the winter months and just try and get a bit stronger. So I was kind of happy and more than accepting I was going to put on a few kilos. But after a couple of weeks of tracking, I actually, like I said, lost a pound. So I've, last week I upped them to two, uh, to 4,200. So I'm a few, well, four or five days into that now. So I'll monitor that again over the next couple of weeks and just adjust if necessary. So, but, how, so how come you started tracking again? Um, like I said, I just wanted to try and get a little bit stronger um, and just, you know, make sure I was... I was eating enough to supplement my training, really, because uh, I think last time I was following this program and I'm doing again now, I probably wasn't eating enough, so it just it kind of buried us into the ground. I was uh, I was exhausted and uh, had to kind of take a step back a little bit before I went away. So I, I really enjoyed it. It was just it was very strenuous. So I thought I'll just monitor weight and energy levels and stuff like that. So I've been feeling great over the last few weeks. I've been hitting a few PBs. So definitely working the increased amount of calories. Um. So, like, well, I've seen some of your foods on your Instagram and Facebook, and there was a nice one today of some prots and cookies and chocolate everything. And, and everything in there. And I think, like, obviously when people see little snippets of this on social media, they lose a lot of context. Um, 
So do you want to talk a little bit about the food choices that you make when you're tracking? Yeah, I, I like to post photos that are going to be a bit controversial and get people there talking and questioning what I'm doing. Obviously, your know, 4,000 or 4,200 calories at the minute is quite a lot of calories, so I do have a bit of room to play around. Um, but this morning, I decided I fancied uh, something different in my, my normal bowl of uh, proats that I have on the morning. It's normally about 1,400 calories. Um, I use whole milk and I have 150 grams of oats. Then I use like a mass gain of protein, so gives us quite a lot of calories in itself, but I fancied uh, jazzing it up a little bit, so I had to nip down to Tesco to get some milk, so I just I thought I'll put a few little bits of various things in there to, to make it good, and it, to be fair, it tasted amazing. But, you know, like, like I said, 4,200 calories is quite a lot to play with. Um, so, I mean, that's, that itself was uh, 2,400 um, just in breakfast. But over the course of the day, I can quite easily bulk out the rest of those calories with a uh, with smaller meals and plenty of vegetables and still be full. Um, I'm still pretty full now. Uh, just before we start this podcast, I said I was going to put some fish in the oven. I was going to have some fish and rice, but I'm going to hold off and probably have that at about half two when I finish. I'm still pretty full from breakfast. So, so how many yeah, how many meals you're distributing your calories across? It's generally over either three quite big meals or, or four. Um, one of them being a little bit smaller and more almost like a snack, I guess. Cool. So uh, prior to this, obviously, you didn't track. So what did your nutrition look like? It was pretty similar um, in terms of what I was eating. I just probably wasn't eating anywhere near enough. Um, I'd, I'd probably guess that based on what I'm eating now, I was probably 800 to 1,000 calories below what I'm eating now. Um, portions of carbs especially were, were probably a lot lower. Um and it's just it's more consistent like i'm bulking out meals a lot more with uh, a lot more pasta and rice and potatoes and stuff than i was um which is uh giving us the extra energy for training yeah so i mean uh obviously the whole kind of idea of this podcast came from whether we feel tracking is necessary and for me i don't feel like it should be an on off switch of tracking or not i think it could be more like a dimmer switch um into how like anally you do track so you've said that you're really just focusing on protein and calories which for the most part i like to do with a, the majority of my kind of um barring protein majority of my calories coming from carbohydrates and a, a lower fat intake while you're a bit more of a kind of higher fat intake and a lower yeah carb. we were talking about this the other day weren't we yeah you your carbs are generally a lot higher than mine um yeah. I, I tend to enjoy fatty foods. You know, I like, obviously, when I'm having things like pasta and stuff, I, I, I absolutely love cheese. Yeah. Cheese is a, one thing I, I get a lot of my fats from cheese. Yeah, I, I love, I just, I'm just a carb. I, lo I love carbs. So mine, in, re in the ratio, I would say fats are lower, but they're not low or non-existent. There's still a minimum there. Plus, like, it's the whole point I feel with tracking is that it does give you this flexibility that, hey, if you want a little bit more higher fat, you just go a little bit lower on the carb and you equate calories and protein as opposed to, like, going absolutely mental with, that's just the dog kicking up. Um, <laughs> Lola's probably going to start now. <laughs> yeah, so, like, it gives you this kind of um, flexibility that, hey, if you go over on your carbs, it's not under the world, you can just lower your fat or vice versa, you oh, go yeah. over on your fat... And I think people just get too, um, get a little bit too uh, overwhelmed with these targets. What do you think of that, Stephen? 
Oh, definitely. I think, like, you know, people try and, like, overcomplicate it. At the end of the day, if you're aiming for a certain amount of calories, it doesn't really matter how you're making up those calories in terms of percentage. Um, yeah, you need to make sure you get enough protein in. But, you know, the most important factor is your calories. And uh, I can play around. You know, some days I'll have high percentages of, of fat. Some days I'll have high percentages of carbs. Um, I think a lot of people try and search for the perfect ratio. You know, they'll set themselves a target whatever it might be and you know they're trying the hardest to come in gram for gram on a on, you know percent for percent on those targets whereas in reality it doesn't matter if you're a few percent out here and there like i said as long as you, you ensure you're getting enough protein in that's all i try and worry about and just keep it as simple as possible because you want to make nutrition or diet and whatever you you're calling it as simple as possible and take away as much stress as possible which is what i wanted to do i didn't want to kind of add an extra stress in because like i said my training i find it's quite stressful anyway quite hard and demanding i didn't want to you know overcomplicate it and make uh, the nutrition side of things just an extra stress through the day which yeah it's not at the minute i'm, I'm enjoying it i'm finding it fine you know prepping meals and stuff like that um tracking and weighing foods is it's just no issue yeah i think um i think for the most part as well it comes down to like habits and behaviors that the fact is that these are kind of foods that we'd normally eat, but now we're just getting a little bit more anal, I say, uh, with the kind of the measurements and that. It's quite easy to pour an extra bit of oats or too few oats in your bowl. So if we just want to get a little bit more refined with our like data so there's an outcome and it's a little bit more measurable as opposed to just throwing shit at the wall and hoping something sticks, really. Yeah, well, that's it. I put a little status up to now at the weekend saying, you know, like I'd lost the weight and now I can make an educated or an informed decision on, you know, upping my calories because I had two weeks of data where I knew that every every single day for those two weeks I'd, I was coming in at 4,000 calories a day and, you know, I'd lost weight. So, you know, from that data, I could kind of make the, the kind of decision that 4,000 calories wasn't enough for me to maintain weight based on the current levels of exercise I was doing. And, you know, I, I, I put a little state up about that saying, you know, it's it's that simple. But I think people either complicate it or what, what generally happens is people aren't accurate with the tracking. Yeah, I think. And, and then, you know, they, they claim they're not losing weight or they're not putting weight on whatever the goals might be. And then want to kind of make an adjustment to the calories from there. But until you've got a good, solid, consistent few days and weeks of evidence, like you can't just go chopping up increasing your calories yeah that's one of the kind of things that we wanted to talk about was the kind of importance of actually accurately um i mean firstly it's an inaccurate system anyway because food labels are kind of wrong but at least we can get consistent with this inaccuracy and if we have a structured diet plan as such um that is of course filled with foods that of our choosing um that we enjoy you know there's no kind of um foods off limit and things like that you know at least then if we're taking or adding extra calories in or taking them out there's going to be some sort of like consistent um i don't know um outcome there as opposed to trying to be too flexible with it i think's the problem yeah um which is something that i've done in the past is try to be have you know i went want to hear uh, on the if it fits your macros things it was like right i can literally have anything i wanted 
um, which may have been a little bit naive, but it's when something new and fresh comes up. But now we're now we've that's died down a little bit on that. Uh, we can now like kind of go okay, then let's get a a, a good diet and a well structured diet in place as opposed to just going too broke on it. I suppose. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think as well, like you know what you mentioned before as well. You know, we said we we're going to try and talk a little bit about you know, how to track and like problems we've seen people face um, with tracking. So I know we were talking about this obviously off camera the other day, um, you know, people like trying to enter foods into my fitness. But like we said, you know, it's not, it's not accurate anyway, but you've got to try and be as accurate as you can when you're logging. And, uh, you know, it, it's quite easy to make mistakes or kind of put foods in um, inaccurately, which are going to throw you off even more. Yeah. So we were having a bit of a, I'll laugh at, uh, at Craig the other day. <laughs> yeah, and, and to be fair, like I look at people's food diaries and they are, and they put in stuff like, you know, pre, like just scrambled egg. They'll just put like that in and they'll just be like, well, how many eggs did it have butter in? How much milk? What type of milk? You know, whereas for me, if I'm making scrambled eggs, like it'll be like two eggs, it'll be X amount of whatever milk it is. If I have butter, the butter will be kind of measured out as well. And I think once you get confident with that, um, then you don't have to really weigh and measure it every time. You know, fine, well, the end of a knife of butter is around 10 grams. You know, fine, well, that you've got uh, your eggs, they're going to be in your database. Whereas if you're just putting in like into the database, whatever, scrambled egg or bolognese or fish and chips, yeah. it's just going to give you like, this data which could be it could be and most oh, it, I, yeah. it could be out by you know two three hundred calories at the end of the day depending on like you said milk and how many eggs you use you know if i make scrambled egg i'm using whole milk and i'm generally four or five eggs yeah see because i've like obviously had i've dieted numerous times i'm still in the mindset that i want ultimate volume from my food so where you use whole milk i use like uh like semi-skimmed or skimmed because i just feel like liquid calories is a complete waste of my diet so this is yeah. where i try and like maximize the amount i can eat on this flexible if it fits in my rows if you like approach so i'll go for like cauliflower rice instead of normal rice but saying that if i am struggling to get the calories in or if i decide i'm doing like a bit of a protein fast i will um go for a little bit more let's say sluttier foods or higher calorie based foods um to fill in that calorie uh, target um but yeah i think it's i think it's people try and cheat the system but as you said earlier the real determinant factor of whether any of this is working is right are you trying to lose weight have you lost weight well you're not in a calorie deficit yeah and, and it, like it's, that's what i, I kind of wrote that's it it's that simple really if, if you're trying to lose weight you're not you're not in a deficit or you know vice versa if you're trying to put on weight and you're not you're not in a surplus and unless you're tracking well you you, you can't kind of adjust from there you need to be accurate so you know like you said you know in terms of like scrambled egg and stuff like that like i have i have poached eggs on bacon generally it's on if i'm at home on a morning if i'm at work i have my throats but you know i'm i'm, I'm not putting rashes of bacon in i'm weighing out bacon yeah um so you know I, i'm you know like i have about 150 grams of bacon on average, on like uh, on my poached eggs on toast, so 
you know, that again, it's it's as, as accurate as I can make it, rather yeah. than just saying two rashes of bacon. And that's another, that kind of leads us on to another bit, like raw food versus cooked food. And my suggestion for people is just pick one and go off that. Go off what the packaging says. It's, you know, if you go to Tesco and you go off their chicken and then you go to Asda and then Sainsbury's and all of these other places and you're picking up raw chicken or cooked chicken. For me, I just go off like one measurement and although it might be inaccurate, at least it's consistent. So, um, for example, chicken, I just kind of use, I don't know, it was pre-cooked chicken breast from Aldi and that's just my chicken measurement for the future. And I don't really mess about with that, you know. It's just... yeah. Uh, I think people get overwhelmed with you know all of these different measurements, and it's like just just kind of have a a little bit of a consistent uh, intake, and then go from there, make adjustments from there, as opposed to as I said earlier, trying to change it so much that it, you just become somewhat. I'm going to use the word bamboozled. I don't know where that came <laughs> from, but yeah, bamboozled. Um. So I yeah. So for me, like. People don't need to, there's plenty of people out there who lose weight and they don't track calories, um, but, or they gain weight without tracking calories, but again, it all comes down to calories in, calories out, how much you expend as a um, as an organism and how many you ingest through the, the diet, and then if you are in a deficit, so be it, you know, you have created a deficit through food, you know, it just, it allows, I feel, tracking a little bit more flexibility whereas when you're not tracking you still have to have these boundaries and a bit of structure there people might have like paleo or clean eating or something where they you know take out entire food groups or food types which inevitably lead to removal of calories and weight loss um yeah what would you say about uh people who are thinking of starting a track i definitely recommend it even like it's like i i track not all the time you know we, we talked before like it's it's not something to do all the time i track when i feel like i need to whether if i feel like i'm not making the, the changes or the that, that i want to in my training or for me i've always said it's it's not about body composition or body fat and stuff like that for me it's it's, it's about energy levels and performance um and I felt like I wasn't kind of getting anywhere for a little bit. And uh, like I said, I didn't have enough energy um, to, to kind of supplement my training. Um, so that's why I did it. And I think with, if you've got a goal, um, it's definitely it's definitely advisable to track. Um, so, you know, my fitness pals are great app. It's easy to use. Um, I say it's easy to use. It's, if you if you don't do it accurately, it's, it's pretty bad. But once you get in the habit of doing things, like you said, you know, weighing and measuring everything out individually as opposed to entering a food as a whole. So, you know, you're going to make a homemade chili. It's not really hard to chop up the ingredients and weigh them out and chuck them in a pan um, and do it that way rather than just search for chili on my fitness pal. Yeah, I find it, like... It doesn't what, take too much effort. I find when you start using, like, foods with multiple ingredients, that's where it does get a little bit more of a, a ball ache um and that's why for the most part i just choose like single ingredient but again like you said and like we we mentioned that it just depends where you are like right now i am in like a kind of an off-season massing phase so i track more loosely than i would when i am like dieting because you know i'm not really 
that bothered about my body fat levels. I'm not going to get sloppy and fat. It would be easy for me to go right and bulking and like eat everything inside. But I know fine well that way it's going to come off, and I only need a a slight surplus in order to gain muscle, especially within my kind of training age. You know, it's a very slow process right now. Um, so that's for me why I track. Um, because I think if I didn't track, I would either under eat or overeat i think you're trying to disrupt homeostasis a little bit and i think you're more inclined to go to a more a natural sort of like place with your diet um which is going to maintain weight more or less unless you're surrounded by shit tasty food all the time hence obesity epidemic um where i'm not you know so i've still i've got a kind of force not force myself because i really do enjoy eating lots of food but it's sometimes an effort for me i'm on about the same about four thousand calories but this is where you make the most of this time and you get a bit more of that high calorie slutty food in like your chocolate your ice cream your yeah everything like that because uh there's going to be a time when you if you are dieting like i will be where that stuff won't be in there so i don't want to feel overly restricted in a kind of off season where i'm meant to be minimizing stress as you said earlier you know like it isn't a stress to you right now but if you stop tracking you don't all of a sudden forget how to eat oh no and i think that kind of leads naturally on a point i should have made about you know reasons why to start tracking because it just educates you about how much you're eating and, you know, like requirements. Um, so I was talking to, well, I was around my mom's house the other day and uh, she was making a bacon sandwich for her and uh, a partner. She, uh, I, I just called her, I was like, she was all making a bacon sandwich and I just turned around and I just seen it like cutting off the big knob of lard and throwing it in the fry, frying pan. First. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, why do you need that? Yeah, like I mean, dry fried bacon. yeah, or you know, where it's got fat bacon. on it, yeah, or just spray light. Like these are simple ways of like reducing calories. Is like get rid of like oils and uh, lard or coconut oil. Yes, even coconut oil. Get rid of it and replace it with like fry light. You know, and the you magic save, coconut oil. The magic <laughs> coconut oil. The metabolically magic coconut oil. You get rid of it because it contains calories. I hate to break it to people, and then. Uh, spray light you know and like these simple things like swapping out your milks uh or going on to diet drinks instead of like obviously full fat things and like these are simple kind of habit based stuff that we would be focusing on but as people lose weight that's where you might need to get a little bit more anal with how accurately you need to track um like for me getting down to really lean levels i have to track quite meticulously whereas like when i start dieting from a higher percent of body fat i don't really need to be that meticulous so it just kind of cranks up as i said earlier i switch that dial up um as the diet goes along instead of being right i'm on a diet or fuck it i'm off a diet um you know it's like right let's just let this play out and once results don't keep going my way then i'll maybe get it ultimately it's that scale that's telling me or the way i look in the mirror or my tape measure or my calipers that are telling me 
am I making progress? How do I feel as well? Which is a bit of a kind of subjective thing, but you know, like, um, how do I feel like I'm getting bigger or stronger or fitter or whatever? You know. Yeah, and and that's what it was. It was about, like I said, for me. You know, it was about feeling that I had the energy to train and I wasn't dying at the end of every day and dreading training the next day kind of thing. Um, so that was a, that was a big reason why I started tracking again um to to feel better like i said it's, it wasn't necessarily about body composition for me i'm prepared to get a little bit fluffy over the winter and to get stronger yeah i mean that, that's again like another reason and these are times where i probably w- oh god oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um these are times where i probably wouldn't track my calories and i don't really track them um through over like the weekend massively i'll still track during the day but like let's say if we're going out for a meal and things like that but i still understand the principles of body composition so i might make like adjustments earlier in the day to allow myself a larger meal i don't pass it off as a cheap meal or whatever because like i think if your diet's so poor then you wouldn't kind of really need to cheat on it so uh we eat an all-inclusive diet where we can eat essentially what we want and with that mindset it doesn't make you actually crave anything no or you can yeah you you can eat things you can have a piece of chocolate or you can have an ice cream and you don't right think oh fuck it i'm just gonna go (laughs) i've ruined my diet yeah well i might as well have the lot now and a takeaway and everything else oh no that's it like i ended up having a non-planned cheat meal inverted commas on saturday i think it was saturday i was at, I, I was at work in a you know hands up i didn't prep i came into work and i, I wasn't prepared at all so i had a, a relatively small breakfast as in comparison to what i would usually have and i didn't have lunch so when i finished we kind of went home i had about two and a half thousand calories to play with if not it might have been slightly more i can't remember off the top of my head i think it was 2800 um so saturday night to kind of to get me back up to my 4,000 calories I was on at the time, I, I was able to have a, um, a kind of Chicago town pizza and a full tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Yeah. Well, that's, which was, yeah, you know, which it, is it, good. It unplanned, but uh, it was a great meal. And, you know, like, if I have stuff like that, like, I don't feel the need to, to go crazy. I never have. I've never felt the need to go crazy and, you know, binge or cheat. Yeah. And this is the thing where, like, obviously, looking at the big picture and what I, try and do with my uh, clients is get them to kind of structure in when they're going to be more likely and more inclined to eat um and this is probably more habitual that people tend to eat more on the night time or at the weekend so you know we can learn to like look at calorie intake across an entire average like over the course of a week instead of like a day to day um win or fail scenario so if there is a time where you overeat you're going out on a saturday night and then you could just eat less on a sunday or eat less on a friday and a sunday or you know bank them calories essentially yeah you might lose weight and i think this is more important to do when people aren't like say off the back of a diet i think it's always the mind behind the method's really important because if people are doing this binge restrict model i think that's a poor mindset to be doing that towards but you know when you're like myself or you who quite frankly 
doesn't give a, a, a shit much about like the way we look at this point. Yeah, it's still important when we're not going to get sloppy, but we're li- we're a lot more relaxed. You know, we're not we're not getting all, uh, you know, we're not getting our knickers in a twist if we can't see like striations in our uh, delts or quads or whatever. You know, but uh, people trying to maintain this lean physique constantly tend to struggle. I think with uh, this binge um, restrict model style of eating, but for the people who have a healthy mind and a healthy outlook, I think it's a good viable option for them. No, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> the Lola's kicking off in the background for some reason. Lola's gone mental in the background. <laughs> Growling away, so I just threw a notepad in the direction she just tried to eat it. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of diet, <laughs> yeah. So, um, like, obviously, is um, is there going to be times where you're not tracking? Do you, because I think tracking gives you this skill of knowing what's in food. Um, so I think even tracking for two weeks to a month for people who aren't tracking and learning about what's actually in food and realizing how much food they need to eat to actually function and um maintain weight um for me people tracking from day one should just track what they are eating right now yeah well that's that's exactly you know you track if you want to start just start don't try and change anything just eat the way you're currently eating track your calories and then making a a change from there because you'll know at that point after you've done it for a few weeks whether you're gaining weight or losing weight Lola, yeah, um, and from there you can actually make your your adjustments to your calories. You know, if if you're gaining weight based on what you're eating, you can then make a reduction in your overall calories and then try and make your changes at that point. I think, but, yeah, I think when people though they do start tracking, they automatically start realizing and being more conscious of what they're eating, so the it doesn't accurately reflect on what they have been eating because now that they're entering it in and getting this kind of feedback system they're like oh i don't really want to eat that or i shouldn't eat that so it's quite hard to kind of say just track what you normally eat and then they like they come back with this like immaculate sort of food plan <laughs> and i'm like mm, this is, is that what you've been eating? <laughs> is this what you've been eating prior to tracking or is this what you've been eating since you're tracking even though we told you to track just to be normal you know, because yeah. in, in between meals, they might go, oh, I'll just have some Ket or some Haribo or whatever, you know, or sweets. Or, whereas, like, when they are tracking, they're like, well, no, I'm not putting that in there. Yeah. But Eat like, a lot like that. Yeah, Eat but, a lot like that, lad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just but, take that out. Yeah. I'll, not, I'll not put that in there. Because, it, and that's the thing, there's no judgment there. It is there as a feedback mechanism. So, if you are putting incorrect data in, you you're going to get a very kind of mixed feedback system and it's like how do we take calories out of an already inaccurate system let's get accurate let's be honest and weekends count birthdays parties things like that do count alcohol counts alcohol counts you know um but people tend to go oh well it was the weekend and i'm like well yeah but that's still happened (laughs) two days out of your seven (laughs) yeah and that's the thing like People do need to, especially when it comes to fat loss, is commit to some form of structure. But we have to be um, totally 
appreciative of they do still want to feel like they've got a life and I think you know teaching someone the basics of nutrition and tracking and calories and things like that can help them but usually these people who go right I am x I'm paleo or I'm whatever the cut out food groups and they continue that on the weekend because they're so motivated by this diet so sometimes I feel with flexible dieting there is just too much flexibility for people who aren't ready for that amount of flexibility yet yeah so it's a bit easy to get get kind of lost and overexcited yeah and I think like <laughs> yeah I think people again like we said just inaccurately track they're just not maybe computer literate where they're very good with like technology whereas we are you know i love getting into like my fitness pal and making up like different meals and things like that so it's just quick added and things and like i've been doing it a lot of years so it's like it's just practice and people forget about this time they need to commit in practicing a new skill in order to become uh kind of good at it but that that's anything in life you want to get stronger oh, yeah. you're, you're not gonna... gonna nail it on day one well that's 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 the problem people feel like they're gonna get like they're gonna be like experts after a day and it's the same with like health and fitness they expect to have this great body after two weeks and i'm like this shit takes time oh of course it does you know it's so patience consistency adherence um but also structure i think it's got to be struck having structured flexibility is ultimately what creates a, uh the best diet you know keep keep diet choice to work i don't know just make it simple don't make it complicated like yeah, like the simpler you can make it the better and like you said you know structure and consistency be consistent with it you know even if if you're going out you know try and track your calories as best you can you know, the more data you can give yourself to kind of make um, your, your changes from the future, the better. You know, it's like you said, it's like throwing shit at a wall and hoping something sticks. If you're not, if you're not kind of tracking everything, if you if you want to make a change, you've got to be accurate with it. Yeah. Think, like you know, maybe some tips for people on on you know how to use my fitness pal. So like, definitely, definitely buy a pair of scales. Yeah. And weigh your stuff because you know people guess, and you know I've had clients like this, you know, come to us and they're like, oh yeah, one cup of oats i'm like did, did you measure and they're like no but it just it says a cup on my fitness bar it's like well, what's a cup you know do you do you have measuring cups in your house no then how did you know you had a cup are you american <laughs> yeah you know I've... things like that you know get some skills and weigh things out um i think it, yeah double i think a, a good one is double checking against the packet you've just scanned because yeah like that's exactly some, what i was gonna say yeah somebody's put the data in wrong but like people are so like quick to passively put the blame onto something else. It's my fitness pal's fault. Or, oh yeah, it was wrong. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like it's wrong. Well, you can manually put that food in. So if I scan a packet of oats and if it's there or thereabout, I'm fine with that. But if it's way off, I'm going to manually put them oats in. And you know what? That stays in your database, so you know that you've got that accurate measurement of them oats um, in there. Well, that's it. And I, you know, that, the perfect example was this morning when I made that bowl of oats with the, the different chocolates and stuff in. Um, I noticed my protein, like my oats, my protein and my milk are the same. Uh, I made sure they were correct and they've been correct for weeks. But I added a lot of things in. So I, the chocolate chip cookies I bought were wrong when I scanned them. The I think the dare, uh, what's it called, the milky bar was wrong. 
and so was the the chocolate spread. So I had to manually kind of change those ingredients and kind of put them in. It takes it takes about a minute, if that, to yeah. add to add a new thing. All you need to do is name it, put the calories, the proteins, the carbs, and the fats in, and then that's it. And yeah. Then you then know from there when you weigh it out and putting in 43 grams of chocolate spread or whatever it is that your calories are as accurate as they can be for that, rather think... than get one cup of chocolate spread. Yeah, what which would I'll... be a colossal amount. What I like to do with say my bread is put manually put it in in grams because like it'll say per slice approx x amount of grams i i tend to like to go for the 100 gram thing and i'll weigh my bread because like you know some of these seeded batches stuff like have you seen the size of the crust yeah like, that, that's like the equivalent of two slices and it's like you know you can't just go oh yeah that's a slice but like them sort of breads are like massively caloric um um so like i like to tell people right we're working grams so like stick to that you don't need to be cups and ounces and what all all of this another thing that people don't realize is like when you're measuring like milliliters is that is basically the same as grams so if you're like pouring milk or whatever you know just pour it in and measure it like the milliliters as the grams because you change the option on the scales and it just says the exact same you can yeah. change it from milliliters to grams or whatever, and it just says the exact same thing, you know. 100 mil is 100 grams, which I find weird. But <laughs> one of the quite like, uh, like, for example, oil, you know what I mean? You put oil in yeah. there, like 100 mil of oil <laughs> is going to weigh like a shitload, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you don't eat oil, but, you know, that's just some of the, one of the things that I've thought of. But, you know, like... Uh, I think having structure is massively important, like planning ahead, especially in the early days, like literally have your meal, your day pre-planned instead. Like I can get to the end of the day and look at my calories and make this weird concoction just to hit my macros. And I call that like the macro top up. But initially just go, right, I'm going to eat my calories over X amount of meals. Um, I have these targets, pre-put them in, play about a little bit. It's kind of like a game of, sudoku where you're like trying to get the numbers in the right bit in it all and i think that here's another point is you know don't think you have to be perfect with it so like within protein and carbs i tell people you know within a 10 gram each side's fine and within fat five grams of each side's fine i would say that's 100 percent compliant and that might get might get dialed up or down depending where they are within their diet for me right now you know, I'm not really that bothered as long as it's there or thereabout. Whereas if people are trying to go, well, it needs to be perfect and they're like taking one gram of nuts out and I've been there and adding in one gram of chicken and then it's like, oh no, you're just going to send yourself crazy. Yeah. And that, you know, that comes down to what we said before, you know, try and make it as simple as possible. You know, you don't need to be that accurate, especially yeah. at the start. Yeah. Just no, getting used to the, the, the technology and the the software and weighing and tracking because it is quite a and i, I think sometimes people, there is no going back I mean, and, and it's like riding a bike you learn so much um from tracking calories that you can go away from it for a long period of time and just come back to it and pick it up fairly simply yeah well that's it you know i haven't tracked for probably a year probably yeah. and uh you know i'm straight back to, to doing it and doing it well and making sure everything i scan is as it is 
on the packets. If it's not, I'm, I'm changing it straight away. And then, I, like we said, you know, then that's in there. So if I have that food again, like, you know, I didn't use all my milk bar this morning in my broth. So at some point, no doubt, I'll, I'll make another fun bowl of oats. Yeah. Uh, I know that that milky bar measurements are correct. Yeah, well, that's, you know, why I like tracking because it gives you this kind of boundaries, but it still allows you to eat food you enjoy. And for me, who came from a background of being like a clean eating bro, who was very like military and structured within my diet for somebody to say, you know, you can still get results and have a bit of chocolate. That was like, Oh my God, what the, what the hell? Like it was like, a again, it was like on or off for me. It was, and that's when the weekends would come and I'd eat pizza and I haven't had a cheap meal for about five years. People yeah. are like, what? You've never had a, you've never had a pizza. And I'm like, no, no, I had a pizza on the weekend. And like, you know, you're like, well, there's no good or bad food. There's just good or bad diets, you know, and it all fits within the big picture. Um, but yeah, I think I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna leave it there. Um, there's probably loads we've missed out on, and I think it's a subject that we can definitely come yeah, back well, to. Yeah, we'll do a little summary. Um, we'll stick it up on Facebook through the week of our like top tips for starting my fitness pal and using my fitness pal. We'll just condense it and put it in a little list format for people. Yeah, totally. Um, so if you follow us on social media, uh, to be fit or forget the fad, uh, we're both on Instagram. We'll hire in our um, the necessary links into the uh, the show notes so you can click on them and go following them. Um, to Stephen, happy birthday, which will be happening on the 16th of November. I am right there, Anna. That would be yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, happy birthday to Stephen. Have a good day. Make sure you're tracking all your calories on your birthday, yeah? Yeah, will do. I'll wear my cake. <laughs> all your cake. <laughs> right, anyway, thanks a lot, and I'll see you very shortly. Yeah, see you right. soon. Try. Bye. Bye.